1: All right, all right, and hey, 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 you're listening to Slow Robotagogo, big show number 78. Who are we? Our name is Slow Robotagogo. We review bad, forgotten, and otherwise mistreated B through Z movies. Uh, you can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, or on iTunes, or on Stitcher, or on Slice Radio, or, I don't know, anyplace else? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, a bunch of dorks dot com, and then one. then that's the main one where you can find us on all kinds of crap. And there's three shows on there. There's uh, slow robot of go go, which is the little button that has the robot with the go go dancers. Or you can click on uh, one called bunch of dorks, which was my old podcast, which was about 235 shows of zaniness. I think that number changes every week. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's like 200 and something. Blah blah blah. It's a lot. So yeah, there's a lot of dumbness on there. Um, and then also we have a third one on there, but I'll let Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown describe that. Who's with me today? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Morbius here. From Parts Unknown here. And you know what's
2: funny? From the from Parts Unknown is going to come up in oh later in the show. Oh my you know it that, does, right? like
1: twice, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Every time they wanted something to sound all like mysterious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Here's Joe Jobber from Philadelphia. I mean, from parts unknown. Uh, yeah. So yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast, the Comic Book Podcast with No Direction. But you you have some direction. Yeah. You know what? We're freeform. But I think this show really that we did the other day has direction too. More
1: direction. and more, you have you're finding direction. We're so. finding
2: direction. Yeah. We're not as the GPS lost as we used to is, be. Is yeah. tuning in and yeah. yeah all yeah.
1: right. So so what is what is Two Dimension Podcast like? What do you guys talk about? We what talk do do? about
2: comics. We talk about mostly comics. We talk about movies. We talk about the past and uh, the future. Who's that? You, you and King Don. Me and King Don.
1: The designer of our awesome logo, I might add, King
2: Don. With special guest stars Dallas and Rook. Nice. They've been relegated to special guest stars now. Because <laughs> they used to be on the show all the time. Now they haven't been on in like a couple of months. Well, so. when you
1: live in Upper Georgia, yeah, you're kind of screwed.
2: Yeah, we were talking about that. I go, well, you know, they don't feel like getting on a plane every week to come down. Or we don't feel like getting on a plane to yeah. do a podcast. So
1: not yeah. with air flight today. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but seriously. So what else you got going on? You have many other online concerns. Oh, two dimension. Well, no, I did two dimension. Okay, that's that. Yeah, nice you and can nightmare. find that at that's the third magic button on a uh, bunch of dorks.com. Yeah, that's right.
2: You can find it on 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 bunchofdorks.com. Yeah. Right, whereas that's the third magical button.
1: Yes, the first... Yeah, it's bunch of dorks button, then the slow robot button, then the two-dimension podcast button. Now,
2: Destination Nightmare is a whole different thing, even though I'm I'm, I'm slowly getting into the podcasting area, but I'm not really going to go heavy into it. Yeah. Mostly comic books. We got a movie review of Latitude Zero uh, up uh, a couple nice. of days. And, uh,
1: uh, was it a podcast or written?
2: Uh, no, it was written, no. Yeah. The, the podcast is going to be on... Was it as
1: creamy as my review of Latitude Zero? Because... No, he liked it a lot more. Okay. Oh, uh, really? I think so. Yeah. No, no, he couldn't, cause I was like in love with it.
2: Oh, then okay, but you know what he did? You know what the thing about it, which was interesting, was that he uh, he actually found an old radio show that was the, the thing was based on. So he was listening to the radio show, so that got him all like you know inspired or whatever really? about it. Really? Yeah, it was it was a. Uh, like a radio serial or yeah, radio from 42. Serial? Yeah, yeah. Oh he just found the man. first. He just found the first uh, segment of it. He couldn't has been able to find the You're rest. You're gonna of have them. to
1: swindle that from him. So I can. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, my he may God. be down in a few weeks, so maybe he'll bring it. Welcome, oh, that's the, yeah. your Brooksville connection. Uh, Altoona. Altoona. Oh, oh my God, that's Altoona.
2: right. Oh wow. I think the Altoona collection's coming down. Very close to my 100%. old stomping grounds. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. It's the, it's of, Penn uh, State. Penn State. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So he gave it a real nice review cool and that's good, um yeah. upcoming podcast wise we're going to be talking about the drive in that's going to be an interesting one all the shenanigans ah. it might be it might be a part 1 cuz uh, i think a lot of people that i know have all sorts of interesting
1: drive in stories so. you know what like one of the things this isn't part of the show but why not we can talk about anything um you know the drive in i think it's way more nostalgic than it is practical like I, yes, just, yes, yes, it's just right. like arcades. People you're like right. me who grew up, you know, like '80s and stuff like that. They have a very fond memory of arcades. They were so cool, and then we always think about, oh, how cool it was for the um, drive-ins. They they went away for a reason. Arcades were horrible and scary places with lots of like bad things happening, right, you know. Right. And I think drive-ins, as much as I I too think of them fondly. I don't know, man. You want to go sit in your car for 2 hours when you can sit in your when my TV is probably as big as the damn theaters, you know what I mean? Like it's just, right, it's
2: right, right. Well, well, here's the deal. Back in the day, that was what
1: you had. And that was And it was wh- cool. And it, that it, and it was cool. I'm not I I'm not putting them down and I, that's yeah. I, like I sound negative by when I talk about it, but I I mean it just kind of like had its place and went away. Well, you know. it hasn't gone away completely. There's still yeah. some in every state. Canada has
2: is is thriving. There's one in Tampa called Funland. There's one in Ocala, and I, there's one in one in Fort Lauderdale, the Thunderbird. And they still show movies. They would show you, first one. Now, would you go to one? Um. Yeah, I think I would if they were okay. Here's what here's what my whole mythological <laughs> romanticized uh, thing about it is. <laughs> gotcha. That's where I saw like some of the some of the movies that we love and talk about was at the drive-in. Oh in. yeah. Cuz they weren't playing at your local, you know, multiplex or, or not even multiplex, your local twin theater. I mean, Women in Women in Cages and Laser oh, Blast and all the that. The B movie genre
1: was churned out to keep to yeah. feed the beast that was so so drive-ins, you know. So uh,
2: that's the promised land, the drive-in, you know. So therefore true, that's the that had that's where the, you know, the the myth and the and the and the romance and all that—that's where you saw all that stuff. That's where yeah. a lot of people, you know, you know, had had shenanigans. Let's just put it that. Oh way, yeah. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. All yeah. kinds, drunken and, <laughs> and, and otherwise, or oh, whatever. Yeah. So. And I
1: partook in yes. most of the most go. of the debauchery uh, of, of a drive-in.
2: Yeah. I, I, I mean, think about it this way: it's like you're going to go to the movies, and you know, you're going to get drunk and whatever, you know, and then and then you know that's that's a safe place to go, kind mm. of, you yeah. know. Yeah. We also talked a little about the midnight movie. That was another place where people went to get
1: hammered in oh, some yeah. respects too, you know. Oh, so man.
2: Uh, Yeah, things of the past but uh fondly remembered.
1: Yeah. Very fun. Yeah, That'll yeah. be a good podcast. Or, oh, or it's
2: or, or, fun. Or, oh it's or. good and and I interspliced it with a lot of Clips from uh, driving clips that I got from online oh, or whatever. Yeah. So oh, cool, it's let's go. Let's go to the lobby and starting. In, uh, it's it's a good one. It'll be out in a few weeks.
1: You're gonna like surpass me with my editing oh, skill hell, in like seconds.
2: Th- <laughs> no, I was I'm surprised that when you said we're show 78, I completely forgotten about that. That is a lot of podcasts, man, that oh, we've yeah. done. Well, you did the first 20 something of them. Yeah, but still, we've done like 50 of them.
1: You know, to be honest, at this point with the with the equipment I've invested in and stuff like that. I really can churn out as much as like it's almost not effortless because you have to have content like right, yeah. that's one of the things I really miss. Um, I used to do a show the the Music Dojo, and that was a very easy, very fun podcast to do because it was just a music based do uh, music based podcast that I talked a little bit, double shot talked a little bit double shot. You know, I played two of each band, and it was only the only thing I did with this was just upload it for um the SliceRadio dot com dot mm-hmm. au, um and that went away like where like where the music licensing went away so i couldn't really play anything so um that show just went away and i felt like i really missed that and i almost i was gonna start another talking podcast because stepping into our studio that we have built here turning on and then just talking is very easy um and we have it designed for the back end where where you upload it and stuff it's all automated Mm -hmm. now these are hard learned lessons I mean yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, with the TV show and with the podcast the bunch of dorks the first the first two years was filled with just audio problems and huh. and just it was just a mess and, and then you learn hard lessons like don't get drunk and go on the podcast yeah because you're gonna say bad wrong things and it just and it, you come across like an ass or or you say or you hurt people that you don't ever intend on hurting like right. And you don't mean it like that. You just you know being like especially me the my other the two quotes cohorts, cohorts of mine on the bunch of dorks never drank like they don't drink you know. Right, right. So yeah. it was just a it, it was a mess. So you learn that lesson. Then you're like nah, no drinking on air, you know. But it takes time to get so good at like just save, edit, plop it in, edit, you know, plop it in, you know, and just keep moving. But once you get it down, you you can really crank on it, you know.
2: Well, no, you got it down. I mean, it t- it takes me a lot longer to chop it up than you do, but you got it down to a science. You're, <laughs> we're done, and that baby's out in yeah. here. You know? <laughs> it's already
1: uploaded. I, I, I had. If put I, put I a could th- upload while we're recording, I would be. Like if yeah, this could like stream right into the upload, yeah, I would figure you, you know, <laughs> I put a cu- I put a couple
2: hours into mine because I'm like, oh, okay, I got to do this and that or whatever. Yeah, in quality, I
1: bet yours is bad. Yours is good. I mean, I don't know with putting in the extra stuff. We we um, figured out. How, I was
2: able to go to my laptop and and change the settings, and I think I've got it down now, or it sounds uh, better between me and Don, because we don't we don't get in front of the mic too close to the popping and all that crap. Right. So hopefully, but we're still having a little bit of technical difficulty. This
1: is like pro setup, so this is gonna sound yeah. a lot better. I mean, can you imagine like if you had like an extra five grand to spend, oh, yeah. how nice and good it would sound like? Oh God, yeah. You know, this is this is as prosumer level as I can get. Like, I can't justify investing more money in what I have. Just... For not for something that doesn't generate money, you yeah. Know?
2: Like Kevin Smith's probably got like ten grand invested in it or something oh, like that. Oh well, yeah, those are high yeah, end stuff. Those are know? high end mics and all that. But hey, you know what? We're better than him. so <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> We're uh, a lot
2: more fun than him. <laughs> I object. <laughs> oh well, He's I'm so better than him. Then how about that?
1: How about um, that? <laughs> you win. <laughs> Thank <Yes. laughs> you. That, that should be our new uh, new thing. Be like slow roll and go go. We're better than Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be seeing that on the logo anytime <laughs> soon. Hey, what the hell? Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't care. Who cares? Oh, what he, like he's gonna listen to us. Yeah, like, like He's, he's like, listening he, to us. He's like pissed off he, and yeah, gonna drive down dear, here. Dear slow robot of go go. Offend, I'm offended by you.
2: <laughs> Twisting of the panties. Yeah, n- not not to be nasty towards him, but I don't like that comic book man show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I never, dude. I never heard of it. Oh, that. it's
2: on uh, AMC. It's all right. I okay. He started it with a comic book sh- shop, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a comic shop. Yeah.
1: Uh, some of his stuff, some of his films were really good. Some of his
2: f- films are really good. Yeah, yeah, I like Clerks, and I like uh, uh, what's the other one that I like? Um, I don't know. There's another one that I like somewhere. There was. Around. I like
1: the w- Dogma. Yeah, it's a little convoluted, but it had
2: some laughs in it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Whatever. All right. I, I didn't like Daredevil, his superhero movie. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, didn't, he, didn't he do that one Geely, or or the one no, with Jersey
1: Girl? With oh, the, Jersey Girl was the one. Bad mistake, bro. I never saw that. I think
2: he did a Clerks 2 that wasn't too uh swept or whatever. Yeah,
1: that one I actually kind of turned it off, which I liked Clerks a lot. No, was it Clerks 2? They were getting Clerks into, is they good. were getting into like, oh, you know, doing anal with your girlfriend. I'm like, what? Just, no, that's okay. I i said, enough of this. TMI, I, TMI. Yeah, I don't.
2: And he did he like, mm-hmm. and he did, did the rom-com uh Chasing Amy, which was okay, but Deep down in its heart it's a rom com. You Who ever saw was, that one? Yeah, I
1: think I did. Who was in that? Who
2: was Uh that? Jason uh, the guy that was in um oh yeah, yeah yeah Jason Statham. No, no, the the dude that was jumping in, with my name the dude that was girl. in my name is Earl. Can't yeah, think of yeah, his name yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, him yeah. and uh Who was what's the girl? This, the girl was Joe Joey Adams I think was her name and then it was Mr um Mr I just won an Academy Award this year you know Matt Damon's buddy yeah. Ben Affleck <laughs> Daredevil
1: himself yeah, yeah that's, that's right, right. I it did was see rom-com. chasing Amy it, it was, was okay, okay but That was the one where they did the game show in it at uh, the mall No that's Rats. Chasing
2: uh. Amy is the one now that we've gone into movie t- reviews... You're
1: uh, listening
2: to com. Chase Amy was the one where he falls in love with this girl, and she turns out that she's a lesbian, but he's like... That's...
1: Y- okay. Y- yeah, and, but in he in really, love with that girl. But, then,
2: but then she's... But then you don't know if she's bi, and then he's like fall in love with her, and it's a rom-com, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's got like, you know, bu- bu- you know uh, Silent Bob and Jay doing their
1: thing, right. and it's got some laughs, and... I don't know. It's those, okay. I've watched most of those, but they've all, they've all been washed away by beer. Yeah, beer, oh. beer and anger. <laughs> exactly. That's what I feel my life on. That's the name all of right. your band, Beer yeah. and Anger. <laughs> beer and Anger. All right. On that wonderful note, we're going to go to a music break, and then when we come back, we're going to do our top ten list, which ties directly in or grapples with our movie of the week. We'll be right back. Don't go away, y'all.
0: Nature was his friend. He was capable of great kindness. Smile. Come on, you're You Until he met the born losers. They traveled in a pack, like the animals they were. The people couldn't stop them. Only one of us had the guts to just cut them down. The law couldn't stop them. I had no choice but open the gates and let the animals of the world take home. The Born Losers, the original screen appearance of Tom Laughlin in the role of Billy Jack. Now I'm an engine, remember? And we're sneaky, we know how to strike silently, any time, Anytime, anyplace. Tom Laughlin as Billy Jack, The Born Losers, an American International re-release, rated PG.
1: Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, we're back. And of course, by music I meant trailer, and of course, by top 10 list I mean the movies we watched today. That's right. Apparently, and my brain has fallen out of my ass and I'll try and put it in before the next. And segment. that and that movie, uh, Born
2: Losers, that's a Billy Jack movie, did you know that? No, I didn't. That's before he became Billy Jack of the tri- the trilogy of movies. That was a biker movie and I really like it a lot actually. He's still called Billy Jack in Vietnam vet that comes back, but He's kind of like protects this one girl, who gets involved with these bikers, and it's actually a very cool drive-in movie. Which my friend
1: actually saw at a drive-in. Cool. Back in now, the 70s. Who, who is
2: who is that? Tom Laughlin is. Okay, uh,
1: I didn't Tom know if Laughlin that because wasn't Billy there um Jack. who am I thinking of? Billy Jack. I thought um. Uh, it doesn't matter Okay We're going to do what movies we watch this week Why don't you start us off Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown
2: All righty then uh, Well the first thing I want to talk about
1: <laughs> righty then Yeah, there you go <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> I'm not talking out of my ass either Even though sometimes I
1: probably am But uh, <laughs> that, it, that And that's from the same movie
2: Yeah, exactly <laughs> It is, that's why. I said
1: It all comes together, bro uh,
2: Yeah, man <laughs> Whoa Anyway, I watched yesterday a documentary A really good one that you should watch too Highly recommend uh, it. I uh, can't remember the name of it, but it's a documentary on Johnny Carson, and I found it on Netflix yesterday. Oh, cool. American Masters, Johnny Carson. Very, very cool. A lot of, basically, whoever was left alive is on there being interviewed. Joan oh, Rivers, wow. Steve
1: Lawrence, Don Rickles, uh, Bob Newhart. I highly regarded him.
2: Oh, he's the greatest, man. He was
1: very... Like he had a great sense of humor and very kind of like even keeled. Oh yeah, yeah, But yeah. funny, you know. Like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was like total confidence. He knew he could go on there. He bombed. He'd like fix it, fix the bomb right up. He'd come up with a better joke afterwards. And yeah. all the people were talking about it. You know, it's a lot of his personal stuff. You know, he was married like three times. He's, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know how it is when you're in showbiz. Fame and, and fortune, man. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, when you're famous, it's so much stuff is thrown at you. You, you know, uh, you know how could you? Yeah. How could you? You'd have to wear a chastity belt or something. <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, besides that, I watched... Uh, well, when I was in Ocala a few weeks ago, I watched a couple of movies. One of them was this, like... I. It, it could even kind of be a Versus movie, but it's not bad <laughs> enough to be a Versus <laughs> yeah. movie. It's called House of the Dead. It's a, uh, it was an anthology from the 70s. One of these were, like, um, this guy ends up in this ta- in this town... He doesn't know where he is, and and, and all of a sudden, this guy hel- goes sees him in the rain. He goes, "Come on in, i will coming in from the rain." He goes, "You know, where am I?" I go, "Oh, we're, you're in a mortuary, you know." And then of course, oh, ain't oh. no
1: funeral home. Exactly,
2: it's almost like Tales from the Hood. And then he tells a story <laughs> of like, "Oh yeah, this lady, here's what happened," and this. But it's it's pretty cheap. It's not gory at all, and yeah. and the stories are kind of like. Uh, Is that it? I still think Tales from the Hood is hilarious. Yeah, it did remind me of Tales from the Hood, (laughs) except not as much. Um, I watched another one called uh, Firecracker, which was a... uh, That was the
1: one we were going to do. We were going to do Firecracker. We should. It's kind of funny, actually. All right,
2: yeah. It's uh, it's shot in the Philippines, but it's a female martial arts movie. Nice. Uh, She goes to the Philippines because she's she's searching for her sister who... uh, you know they don't know what happened. Down with a bad crowd. Yeah, down drugs, with a bad crowd. Blah, blah, blah. And she's a kung fu lady, and she does topless kung fu, which is even better. We must do this movie. Yeah, this she week. does. But it's an it's, it's the greatest scene ever because this movie is shot in the Philippines. It's yeah. mostly she's interacting with Philippine people, a few Americans. But then all of a sudden this one scene comes up, and you see her walking down the street, and all of a sudden these two like you know American thugs are checking her out. And then, like they run after, her, and then this cop tries to get involved, and obviously he's American, and then they they beat him up, and then she starts to run away, and as she, this is incredible. As she's running away, her clothes get like stuck in like you know pieces of like a uh, uh, furniture, and as yeah, she's walking through, more clothes get ripped off, so she ends up in like a bra and panties, and then and then one of the Thanks. thugs. Who,
1: Yes, yes. And then one of the thugs pulls her top off and she's fighting them topless or whatever. I would say we should probably pause this, watch that movie right now, (laughs) and then do that instead of what we were going to do. And she's hot too. Right uh, now is is when we should be doing this movie review. But
2: this scene is like completely different from the entire movie. So I was thinking, I was telling my friend, I was thinking, you know what? It's a new world picture. It's Corman. I bet you Corman saw it and said,
1: not enough TNA in this movie add in this scene Here's God we're gonna bless do. you New World Pictures yes. we will be doing that movie early and often yeah, yeah. So be like okay it's week three on our Firecracker uh, <laughs> Firecracker our movie, Marathon maybe Marathon yeah, she's and pretty. She's pretty good looking too. I think that's was, awesome.
2: Yeah, Jillian Kessler, I think, is her name. She only did a few movies, but she was, she's a martial artist. She's okay, you know. But um, she's know. like,
1: hey, will you sign? Will you, if you sign this uh contract, will you show your boobs? And she's like, sure. Sure,
2: you got it, buddy.
1: Nice, Roger Corman. Yeah, no problem.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, firecracker. Nice.
1: Coming next week to Slow Robot Go Go <laughs> Firecracker Part One. <laughs> Um, of our in-depth 20-week 20, 20 20, 20 review. 20-hour marathon on <laughs> Firecracker.
2: This scene here is really great because she's like lifting up her leg and ne- never mind. Anyway, um, <laughs> I watched one yesterday called, which I'd seen before, called Comic Book Villains. It's kind of an interesting movie in a sense. It's from like 2003 and it's about rival comic book shops and what happens is this one guy who's like a jackass he tells them both that hey you know this local guy uh, died and um... he's got supposedly has this incredible comic book collection with like you know the rarest comics ever you guys might wanna you know check it out so he tells the two shops and so each one of them tries to go over to the lady's house and convince her to like sell them and she won't do it and then it gets more intense after that and i mean this thing ends up with people dying and like it's not real right yeah it's, it's a movie. real it's a movie no, it's not based on a real story it's based on a fake story I mean it's a it's a movie but within the movie it, be, it, it, it becomes Tarantino like at the end it's starting off with just simple comic book collectors and it becomes like this obsessive death thing and, and wow. like it's, it's actually funny and messed up so yeah. I kind of I kind of will say it's on Flix one of those cable channels so if you see it yeah, and give it you're a into watch. that give it a yeah. watch yeah, oh, yeah it's it. worth a while cool that's it?
1: That's it. That's All what right. I got, man. Nice. All right. So, what, what What did I watch? Not too many, but pretty uh, decent this week. Um, I watched Until Death, which was the next. I watched two for my Jean Claude Van damme thon So, Until Death was there. Um, it was pretty good, you know. Uh, then I watched The Runaways.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah, I finally watched What'd you The Runaways.
1: Think? I didn't realize. How how much of a lesbian um, Joan Jet was? Yeah, that movie I don't and, this and she produced it, so it's it she was it, yeah her it. stamp was on it. But I'm like wow, yeah
0: um huh yeah. I, it
1: was okay, but it, my god like yeah she was they were they she, were going for like gritty yeah, with yeah, like yeah. The, the menstrual period yeah yeah, like yeah at the beginning like, some of can, the weird stuff and you're like okay I see at where the this beginning is going. it
2: shows you okay it's gonna be a rough movie dog shit yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff like
1: it it's I like the Runaways and I like Joan Jett and I like you know that that music and I just didn't know yeah like, they, like I, I did I they, knew. they were portrayed so much as junkies and like lesbians I'm like oh okay yeah, yeah. I didn't care I, I, didn't I don't know. care either way like it doesn't inf- affect how I feel about yeah. the Runaways or their music or anything like that I, I don't care I was just like huh at first I thought okay are they showing us that they're like experimenting or bisexual and I was like Mm. Okay, I guess mm. not. That's that they just well, I was, I, was I, I
2: didn't realize that the Um. that there was a, a thing going on between Joan Jett and Sherry Curry either. Yeah, but you know what they said in the well, it was the 70s, so you know. And apparently, in the other documentary that's out, which I've been able to find, the rest of them are interviewed. And apparently, it just it wasn't just those two, everybody was experimenting in that with band. everything,
1: probably, isn't
2: it? Yeah, and what I heard too again, this is what I've heard, I can't prove this. It might be false, but the guy, their, their manager, Kim Fowley, uh-huh. he was messing around with them too, and they were underage. I've heard uh-huh. that too, because I've heard Sherry Curry say something about that before. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. You know yeah. I can't prove it, but there was a lot of weirdness that they didn't talk about in the movie.
1: Well, but they probably couldn't. They They're probably like...
2: couldn't, because they get sued. Yeah. But, but what's-her-face didn't do a bad job as Joan Jett. No. Miss Twilight didn't no. do a bad job as Joan Jett. I didn't
1: even see her as Twilight zombie exactly. girl. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, was yeah. Like they she looked like Joan Jett.
2: Yeah, they did. And, and at the end, when she's got the "I love rock and roll" you know yeah, makeup and all, yeah. she really looked like. See, her. and
1: Joan Jett even today, when you see pictures of her, she's still very beautiful. Like yeah, she looks good. She yeah. looks the same to me as she did like in the '80s and '90s, you yeah, know. And uh, yeah. uh good. It was, it was a, it was a decent I like movie. I like rock and roll documentaries because yeah. I like to
2: I like to see what they whether it's. Whether it com- it jives with what I've read and you know then blah, 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 and all
1: that. yeah I got an I got one uh, special delivery from Japan I got it's called uh, Once Upon a Time, the five six seven eights from 1995 oh. through 2004. This is straight up concert footage, very cool. Love it. Like they all like they have about 24 songs. Um, not concert. It's not one concert. They're they're like pieced together performances of each of them. Really great. I bought two of them. Um, new, still racked, and they came over, like, thinking I'll keep one and then I'll sell one because of the shipping and everything like that. They're they're available in Japan through Time Bomb, but most people, like, what I do is usually I'll buy two or three of those because of the shipping, then I'll sell them off, and usually it ends up that what I sell covers my shipping. You know what I mean? Like, if I got them, two, two DVDs plus shipping equaled, like, 60 bucks. Usually I'll get like what I'll make off the other one will pay for my shipping and then I just yeah. pay for the DVD, yeah. or whatever. I don't care. It was awesome. Um, then I watched the next one in the Jean Claude Van Dammethon, which was the Shepherd. I was excited to get through the Shepherd because the very next one is JCVD, which was that his documentary that it scored like an eighty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's wow. It's a very true to true to life look at his. What it's like being him, as far as the movies he's in, like no budget, getting the shit kicked out of him. Even though you know, even though it's just movies, these are difficult stunts and like really a lot of ass kicking. So I saw it once before, and I really was like, oh man, this is awesome. So I was excited. The Shepherd was good. He played a really uh, shot out cop from New Orleans. That was a border patrol guy, and <laughs> there's one fight scene in there.
2: What years are from?
1: must have been 2007 2006 something mm-hmm. like that we're getting close it's almost I'm almost at the end of my long journey <laughs> um and there's one scene he's in a Mexican prison and he's there made them he forced him to fight which they always seem to force him to fight but he's in this celled off area and this gigantic um Mexican dude is there he jumps up over him it almost looks like wrestling he takes him down and he just breaks his arm right out of his shoulder. Oh! Like they oh. don't show the blood, but they show him oh. like doing the, the like the lock, and yeah. then he just goes, Krash! he just leans back and crack, and the guy screams and lays there, and then that was the end of the fight. It was very, wow. Yeah. Okay, and then and then at the end of that one, he actually he's, he's This is where it got really dark. His his daughter died from heroin heroin overdose, and these are like American mercenaries that are bringing in heroin. He's beating this guy. This guy's on the ground, who's trying to kill him. He's punching him, and they're doing like flashing back every punch in this to this guy's face. He's flashing back to a picture of his daughter as she's dying, and it just get. He just keeps beating him till he breaks his hand and busts the guy's brains open. You know, it was really morbid. Uh, then I watched *Idiocracy* again, and then I watched *The Pirates of the Caribbean*. It was, they, they were like playing him on a loop, and I ended up watching that. Um, at uh, end of world, world. At the World's End, is that the name of it? I don't is know. That
2: the, is that the second one? I don't know. I saw uh, one or two. yeah, something. I,
1: I watched them all. I can't remember the names of them. So I'm I'm sorry. That was it. So he
2: he has become that character. I hear he runs around now with that costume and is like. Uh, That's it.
1: No, that every movie that he's in, like Lone Ranger. From now on. Lone Ranger is just they were like, can you just be the the Pirates of the Caribbean guy with just, like you know.
2: With no British accent.
1: He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't dislike him, but that's all he is. I mean, he not that's not not all he is, but let's he, just say right. he, he he's just that quirky guy. You know, that's going to be his character in every movie. You got anything else? No, that's it. All right, we're going to go to a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to be going over our top ten list and then on to the main event, as it were.
2: Ding, 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 ding.
1: Hint, did he hint? Hint. Natasha, is that miserable moose and squirrel?
0: Women, locked behind walls of concrete and steel, guarded by barbed wire and guns in a tropical hell. These are the dirty dolls of Devil's Island. They are women in cages. Their bodies are caged, but not their desires. Ten cup emotions erupting in a climax of violence. Tortured bodies and tortured souls. You don't look like a hardened criminal to me. They're young. They're beautiful. They're killer. You want the real Missoula, Harry? (laughs) They'll do anything for a man or to him. You won't die for Missoula, Harry, since you wish you had they do for thrill come on lover boys get to work get it up or I'll cut it off. see what they do for love yeah! see what they do for action Locked behind cold steel bars. Women
1: in cages. Alright, we're back with your with your uh Women in Cages. What talking. a great movie. Seen yeah. that a drive in. Not
2: by me but my friend. Yeah,
1: nice. Alright, so as the double feature to end our show we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time and then we're stepping completely out of our element and we are going to review Wrestlemania 1 the epic event that started the tradition of the Super Bowl of wrestling which is Wrestlemania
2: from 1985,
1: Remember 1985, that? and 30, wow. almost 30 years ago. Good God, y'all! Mm-hmm. All right, and my bones are turning to dust. So, give us your top 10 list, Doctor Morbis, from All parts right. unknown.
2: All right. Well, I'm incorporating some of my favorite mass wrestlers in here too, because oh. they are wrestlers. So, <laughs> we'll go with number one, not in any specific order. El Santo, the the Superman of uh, Mexico his partner at times and his, his adversary at times. Blue Demon, my second favorite. Nice.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, Mil Mascaris, another Mexican wrestler, the man of a million masks. Always had a different mask on every match.
1: What's the budget for that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> man, done. guy must have made money because that's caused a lot of he's, money. Hey,
2: guess what? He's he's still around now and he just made like three movies and he's 70. I'm serious. He made, I so, wonder, made he three low-budget like movies. He made off all of his masks. If he had like just like a Tractor trailer full of them, you know? You can buy some of his masks on Amazon. I have seen them. It, it replicas, I should
1: say. He probably them. he probably said he had a million masks, but he probably had like four. Thousand, yeah, I mean, thousand <laughs> masks. Thousand yeah. masks. He probably had about 20. <laughs> exactly.
2: Go ahead. All right. Let's see. Well, of course. The American Dream, Dusty Rose. Nice. Yeah. South Florida, got a, got a... Dusty was on That's every a, week. Dusty
1: Rose, the American Dream. Yeah. <laughs> there was big, big uh, polka dot shit yeah. he had going on. And he did not look like a wrestler. He looked like somebody that would run a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good wrestler, but he, uh, he did not... <laughs> he wouldn't make it nowadays. I'm just saying it that way. I I actually saw him wrestle like 10 years ago, so he's still out there Vince fighting. Vince McMahon would be like, here are some steroids, here are some diet pills. Come back in about two weeks after you've taken those yeah. for two weeks.
2: He's great, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, Don Morocco, the Magnificent M, one of my favorite bad guys, or heels as yeah. they call it. it was, yeah. they were the the bad guys were the heels, and the good guys were the baby faces, I yep. think they call oh it. Yeah. Well, Morocco did this one stint down, down in... Uh, well, I, I I think it was called Miami wrestling Prison. From Florida. He did no, a spin no, no. in Miami <laughs> Prison. Well, I don't know. If wrestling <laughs> is considered, but he came down to he came down there one time and he did this one bit on TV that like killed me. He was like, I'm the Magnificent M, and I'm playing and I'm fighting in Homestead. Homestead, what the hell
1: is Homestead? And he just like went off, and <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. like, classic oh, heel. Classic he's, he's heel. He's like, I don't know how I'm gonna get some heat. You stupid hillbillies! Yeah. yeah. Oh my Beer god. Beer
2: can slaying at him. Uh, this is so. Ah, uh, this is like Gordon Soley wrestling from Florida. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I think it was, it was. I always thought it was filmed down there, but it was actually shot here in the Tampa Bay area, really? and then and then it was it was uh it was broadcast down in South Florida. Yeah. Oh, nice. Total greatness. The, lo- the lunatic, the madman that is Terry Funk. Oh, I saw oh, him wrestle. man, that
1: guy was rough.
2: I saw him wrestle, like, about 10, 15, 10, 12 years ago, and they were doing one of those garbage cans over your head. Yeah, yeah, the, he, you know, like, chairs. It was one of those, like, when anything all you things got, yeah. used, yeah, no yeah, holds yeah, yeah. barred or like, whatever. all bleeding, and he's like a 60-year-old guy's all bleeding and God. runs out to the audience, and
1: people are, like, getting out of his way. I it think that guy was born at 55 years old and oh, just... Yeah. Grizzled, you know,
2: total, uh, total maniac, but totally entertaining. Uh, the 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 wacky Kevin Sullivan with the abooted Dean and all the mystical crap that he was doing. That he was doing some skits back then that just <laughs> killed me. With like his his, he was like some evil possessed guy. He's like, I, oh, look at me, I'm crazy or whatever. Uh, You're like, wow, yeah, you, you got to put in Andre the Giant just because he was such a massive freaky
1: dude he was in the, he's in our wrestlemania one
2: he's in wrestlemania one you gotta you gotta put in the hulkster because he's like an iconic guy yeah. you know uh, <laughs> the the nature boy woo rick yeah. flair <laughs> nature boy <laughs> saw him in
1: rusty fight you know boy it's a, it's a shame how his life has just turned out oh yeah oh man. my god 25 yeah. divorces and his wife his son just died oh, that's from a drug bad. overdose and uh, just great. He's that. wrestling because he has to. He's broke, you know. Like just, yeah. come on, man. I just remember him. I remember when I
2: saw him wrestling Dusty and West Palm, and I remember they had this, they they what whatever happened, they beat each other up, and they both fell out of the ring. And of course, when they both fall, they both fall out of the rings, that they, what they're basically doing is hiding out so they can cut them foreheads so they can start bleeding. Yeah. yeah. So they come out and they're all bleeding. Oh, all over, they used to the yeah. blade so much back oh, then. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, that was
1: that was like the. That was the deal—the yeah. world before AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a voodoo thing. Oh, as soon yes. as AIDS came around, they're like, "No more blood, no more blood." You know. Uh, and that's. But, it, but you know what? I
2: I remember seeing Mick Foley and people like that getting into some of those like cage wire and
1: things, and that and they bled, wire. man. Oh yeah. They bled, dude. They they were
2: still. I've seen it. stuff
1: called like Extreme Asia. Yeah. Where yeah. they were like wrestling with thumbtacks on the all over the <laughs> ground and shit. I'm like, Help. why stop? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Wrong. Just
2: wrong. A- another guy that was in WrestleMania that just cracked me up is a uh, Classy.
1: Freddie Black. Yeah,
2: baby. I don't have to well, say anything. He
1: was a manager. He, he was a manager. He was a manager. In our uh, upcoming... Uh, WrestleMania. Did you ever
2: see that movie with uh, with uh, uh, Andy Kaufman? My breakfast with Blassie, no. where they bo- Oh, you got to see that dude. They both have breakfast, and they they all talk. They're all talking crap. Did you ever see this one thing Kaufman did? Is because I'm from Hollywood, where he pretends like he's a wrestler. <laughs> he did. He had those guys down to a T. Yeah. So all the mannerisms,
1: all the movements, but it was killer. The oh, The Man from the Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that in there. Well, they that people were kind of saying that he was like kind of losing his mind at the yeah, end yeah. and really ha- like was wearing it underneath yeah, his yeah, clothing yeah, like yeah. the wrestling stuff and you're like okay you know
2: I saw Kaufman at in Miami like in 78 at Gusman, uh-huh. and he did pick some lady out in the audience and wrestle her too so he, he was doing it all over the place it was just totally wow. totally bizarre dude um well Here's the guy that we didn't that we didn't talk about. He was but he used to crack me up, Sergeant Slaughter, <laughs>
1: and
2: and those poor little and those poor Marines that he tortured in that island over there. He had some backstory that was totally bizarre, but that dude used to crack me up. Uh, and then of course Rowdy, Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a classic. He's, he's in, on my list. He's in
1: WrestleMania. So those are, those are those are a few of the guys, but yeah. Nice. All right, here's my top ten list. I'll do my honorable mentions before that. Um, uh, what? One of them is gonna be very controversial. Okay, honorable mention: The Rock. Um, guy has mic skills like crazy. Yeah. Then um, you, and you're gonna tell completely we have different era influence. Definitely. Mine are almost yeah. all like not new, but 90s 90s to yeah. new. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then I put down Batista. That guy was a monster. Um, he was he was like a successful. Like he was like one of the first. Not the first, that's dumb to say. He was like a bodybuilder that actually came into wrestling and was like, wow, okay, he, he's doing well here, you know. Usually they just look like bodybuilders that yeah, yeah, are in a ring. Then I did King Booker. Booker T of Harlem Heat. Okay. Um, I wasn't. He was good with Harlem Heat, and then he took on this King Booker persona where he wore a robe and stuff. He was hilarious. Re- really funny. Then I even put in uh, Dean Malenko.
2: Kind of remember
1: Tampa him. guy who is um, like known for just like knowing all these moves and being a very proficient like wrestler. Oh, guy. one of
2: the technical wrestlers. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then this is the one that's that is completely. I put down Chris Benoit uh, uh, before he murdered his family and killed himself, yeah. <laughs> which I I'm not putting that down. That is a horrible, horrible thing. But man, he was so good. Hmm. He was just like so intense and. He was a smaller guy, but he brought it every time he was a, every time he was in the ring. He was flying around like a maniac. Okay, enough of that. Now onto my actual list. Number ten, Roddy Roddy Piper. Of course, you know, seeing him in this WrestleMania one was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. so funny and. I liked it when Ali punched him in the face. Yeah, oh, he got his crazy. Number nine is Kane. Um, yeah. Guy has presence. He's huge and uh, he's. You know, just a good wrestler. Number eight, The Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Remember that flake uh, job? Oh yeah. Before he went insane, he was just, like, nonstop, like, high octane. The guy was just nuts, you know. This is one that would be on nobody's list but mine. Number seven, Melina. Don't you don't even know her. She's a very attractive woman. Her name is Mer- Melina Perez. Um, wow. She's just very...
2: Attractive, okay. very
1: attractive number uh 6 Hulk Hogan uh he is he's, he's an
2: icon yeah
1: he's an icon everyone hates on him now it's it's kind of become cool to like oh i hate hulk hogan blah 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 i don't know man when you watch him in in, in this uh, wrestlemania 1 you can fine. you can see it you can see why he was yeah, the icon he was yeah, yeah, he yeah. you know he's just good number uh 5 Scott Steiner mm. <laughs> the guy was insane is insane. He's out of wrestling now because he's so nuts from steroids. But man, that guy was big. Wow. Mm. And next, uh, number four, Kevin Nash.
2: I remember Kevin Nash. Right?
1: He's 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 hilarious. He's still around. Yeah, he's still around. I don't think wow. he wrestles. I mean, he might wrestle, but I don't know. Um, he's just funny. He was just a big funny dude. Number three, Jimmy Snuka. Superfly. Superfly Snuka, man. When I was a kid, he used to climb up on the ropes. I would be jump running around like I was like just a little kid, and I'd be running around like screaming, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" Was so that yeah, guy was—he's—he's he's in WrestleMania. That yeah, dude's a big guy. He was huge. Number two, Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> <laughs> step into a slim gym. Yes, the man, the myth, the dead guy, the who legend. Was that, who was that girl that was with him the whole Elizabeth. time? Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth. She was. High. She ended up dying. No. Yeah, she died. She was up in um. I think she wasn't that old. She was living with Lex Luther Luger. Lex Luger.
2: Oh, that was another one. That an older that, that
1: jacked up dude. He was yeah. like really big. I she she died under some kind of something. Really. Yep. Is Lex Luger still alive? I think. I think so. And she died
2: under mysterious. I gotta look her up. Yeah. Wow. And
1: my number one, to no one's surprise. The dead man himself.
2: Oh, the the,
1: Undertaker. The one, the only, the phenom, the legend, the Undertaker. Again, he's not... A lot of people don't like him. I think he's just awesome. His persona. When he comes to the ring, you see little kids, like, they're in fear. Like, when he walks down and, like, it goes dark, they always show kids in the audience, and the kids look like they're ready to freaking cry. (laughs) Because there's this this gigantic, like death has arrived you know what I mean (laughs) it's just great I love it All Uh, right, those are our top 10 lists I'm sure there's a ton we've missed Um, oh yeah there's
2: a ton that I've missed and
1: uh, you know what like when I was going through them there's so many like Stone Cold and uh, there's so many out there that are funny or good but you just I don't know there's some that resonate with you
2: what's the dude that went to the NFL um, Goldberg yeah, Goldberg. There was another guy, too. Um, he was really, like, pumped up or whatever. He couldn't make it in the NFL. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait. No. Wasn't that Goldberg? No,
2: there was another one, too. I can't think of his name right now. It'll come oh, to me shit. later.
1: Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All let's, right, Let's now just talk about... On uh, to our... Our main event for the night. Main event for the evening. Ding, 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 Liberace. ding, ding. No, wait. Oh, yeah. Billy Martin. No, wait. Uh, Muhammad Ali. No, wait. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Oh, wait. No, it's WrestleMania 1. Yeah. WWF's WrestleMania 1. I didn't realize this was that old. I thought it might have been from 87 or 88 or something. I didn't realize how much of a spectacle this was. Yeah. Like, those people I mentioned that were actually in this and involved with this... Um. Okay. Now people laugh at it now. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. They're funny now. Mr. T and and like the and um uh, Liberace, But yeah. are you kidding me? That like they were, those were big names. They brought it all. They brought it hard to WrestleMania one to be like, hey, see, see this was
2: a pay per view thing, and I don't remember ever seeing it, but I remember seeing on you know NBC or whatever the national they used to do sometimes they had a big wrestling match, and they would yeah. be like you know
1: more. It would be more over the top. There would be, like,
2: more... Extreme
1: um, or more, oh, my God, high-flying. Yeah, and that, too. They
2: have, but I, I seem to remember when I watched the NBC, they have more camera angles, too, because this is, like, up to a certain point, you get in there. But I remember watching on NBC, and you could see, like...
1: This is almost... They were thre- right inside the ring, all This almost. is three-camera lockdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Establishing camera two, one, and three are... We're talking are the, old school still. Yes. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Now, this is one... W- w- right from the very first uh, WrestleMania one, you see completely that they marketed this as their super bowl and they ha- they hold that even through today like mm-hmm. that is that is the culmination of the year that is the event of the year wrestlemania's to to varying degrees some years they were kind of crappy but they were always still wrestlemania just like super bowl yeah 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 some I mean. super bowls suck but it's still the super bowl like yeah. the grandiose event and man they came out swinging at wrestlemania 1 and every year they do it you know, it's they must work on it all year to make oh, yeah. sure that it yeah. is what it is, you know.
2: Yeah, now it's probably, I mean, this is before all the fireworks and all the pyro. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all yeah. the show-busy things. Still this is Madison like, this Square is down Garden. Di- SMSU, this is still down and dirty, you know. This is like before the match, these two guys are like in the gym, in the locker
1: room, and they come out to talk to Mean Gene. And oh, Mean Gene. And, uh, first of all, I love that M- Madison Square Garden dual mic
2: Oh yeah, that yeah. That they were
1: using and the MSG logo. Oh my All god! All over the place. I wish I had that. Like yeah. that is so cool. But I loved how they, literally, the guy was walking away from Mean Gene, and they were turning the camera. The other guy was standing just off camera. Right, yeah, right. Like, he's <laughs>
2: standing waiting for him. Now the they're just bring up, putting them down, <laughs> yeah. and he's just
1: standing there like. Like <laughs> they're just like okay, now on to you, Mean Gene, and. And, like, literally there would be one guy, then he, they would just move the camera about 12 degrees. There's the other guy. they just go right into the other interview. It's Awesome old school TV. Old school. Because they weren't old fighting, school. no arguing, nothing no, like no, that. No, They're just no, like, no. say your piece and get out of here.
2: And, and, and oh, God, it was so and funny. Me and
1: Gene singing the national anthem.
2: Oh, yeah, that was amazing. I was like,
1: what? They started with that. I was like, oh, my God. That
2: was amazing, yeah. It was amazing, like, how kind of cheap it was in a way. But that's the good thing about it because it was kind of cheap, you know. It's just got that feel to it that, even though, it, I, what I thought was interesting was Vince McMahon was nowhere to be found in and he was always, do, when I remember watching, like, um, wrestling from New York oh. when we had cable, he would show up on the wrestling from
1: New York, you know, from uh, how, W.O.R., he would show up. Remember how it. thin and small he yeah. was? He's like a gigantic, roided-out dude yeah, now, yeah, I and mean, he I has know. been for, like, years. I know, yeah. So, oh, did um, it was very boxing-like. you You could tell in the early days... They were very influenced by boxing matches. Um, now it's more MMA, like, oh, yeah. quick cut and quick edits and all that shit. But, um, boy, the first ones were strictly, like, just like boxing. They had the bell was very prominent. Yeah. The ding, ding, ding. Like, even to call attention, they did the bell, like, kind of saying, in this corner, you know, it was very much like old-school boxing.
2: Old, old-school, yeah. It was
1: very cool, very fun, you know. How, what about, what's his name, um? seeing the uh, crazy what's the governor from Minnesota um, Jesse the Jesse Body, the body Ventura, Ventura before he lost his oh, mind oh, you know what I mean yeah. oh my god I was like what this this watching this now in our world back then it takes you back there was so many WTF moments where you were just like what Liberace what Jesse the Body Ventura like every time like something would come on I'd be like oh my god like you can't believe it you know they've made their way into our like icon they're icons <laughs> of whatever they stand for. Right, Liberace right. with the showgirls and, 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 and then Muhammad and, and Ali who still had his wits to him. Faculties about him. Yeah, he was yeah. you know, and it was very seeing these guys, seeing Mr. T in his like prime when he was Yeah now he was a small dude compared to those he other guys. He was a small dude, but he held himself up and he, he lifted up he lifted and, up Roddy Piper, no yeah. problem. You know? Oh man. It was there was so much enjoyment out of this. It was now cool. it was slow paced from what we see now. It was not edited the same way, but that's part of the charm. That's part of what makes it like awesome to watch. You you go back and you're like, man.
2: And I bet you if you watch like WrestleMania three or four, you see it become way more show busy. Oh yeah. Because like a year or two later all the movie people started getting in on and it became even more of a production. And I'm pretty sure McMahon got more into it as 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 the couple of years went into it or whatever. But I was I was actually surprised at how gritty it actually was a fabulous moolahs in at The female oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot about her. Oh my god! And Andre the Giant and all these guys.
1: Yeah. King Kong Bundy, that big. Oh, because he he just looked like Butterbean. Yeah. Just like this big gigantic round guy. But when he pushed it, when when King Kong Bundy pushed that guy into the corner, I was like, wow. He's yeah. not strong, but you could tell the force he pushed him with. I bet you that guy had a lot of like sumo power. He's like, like
2: 500 pounds. Like, and w-
1: yeah, but when, they, when he pushed somebody, he, he, had, he had a little bit of a pop to it, and you could see the guy flew. Like, yeah. And I was like, okay, he doesn't have a lot of muscle, but I don't think I'd want to get hit with one of those slaps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and slap chop would probably put me down for a while, you know. He's a big dude. The one, that, the one
2: that cracked me up was the uh, Greg Valentine and, um, and Junkyard
1: Dog, which is his qualification. I'm like, what? The junkyard Dog. I used to root for him. Yeah. When I was a little kid, like, he was funny. He was, like, a, not funny, but he kind of had a funny mannerisms yeah, about him. Like, yeah. he always had that big chain. He'd be like, I remember, like, do his dog yeah. barking and stuff. And when you're a little kid, like, seven or eight or whatever, that's, like, hilarious. You're like, Yeah you know, just cheering for this dude. You're like, okay, what's his shtick? Just... He probably owned a junkyard before that. Like he probably was just like, ah, oh, okay, you know, okay. I, I run a wrecker, you know.
2: And then and then that other one with um the body slam one with Andre
1: oh, and yeah. and and
2: John and Big John Studd, I think was his name with the money in the bag or whatever fifteen thousand dollars ooh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I and,
1: like I like how Andre is like throwing it out in the and then the
2: guy grabs it and takes it away and I'm like why did they so, stop this so guy? in
1: character so funny oh, you know
2: man. this yeah. is classic Americana
1: did you hear I heard it the first time, and I was like, did they say that? And then I, then they said it a second time. Sneak attacks, they were called, they, they, he said Pearl harbored him.
2: Oh, yeah. He said that twice,
1: and I was like, ooh. Huh. Not good these days. <laughs> yeah, I guess they stopped saying that after Japan bought most of America. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my. But um, <laughs> so, like, what? I heard it the first time, and I was like, did they just say that? And I wrote it down, and then they said it in a recap, and I was like, Holy shit. And and <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, politically correct changes from Yeah,
2: but, but I mean do, does wrestling really need to be politically correct? I think not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> I think there has to be at least one place in the world where there's no political correctness or whatever.
1: Oh man, and I was surprised I had forgotten when you brought up Fabulous Moolah and uh who did she who did he, she face? She the She was Wendy Richter, Wendy Richter. And, um, who was, uh, Cindy Lauper. It's Cindy Lauper. I forgot there was a time when women wrestlers were wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Like, they really wrestled. They were, like, wrestling. Because now they're just pretty much, like, strippers that they kind of put in the ring. They don't wrestle and beat the hell out of each other. Those girls, like, beat each... not beat each other up, but... They were like wrestling really yeah, hard. Yeah, Kai, I think, was the other girl. Yeah, man. And they were
2: really like flipping each other over and doing. There stuff. There was
1: actual moves and actual wrestling taking yeah, they were place. Tough and, girls. And now you're just kind of like, okay, you know. that's
2: like Stacy Keebler. and show uh, the ass
1: and wasn't Steph? Didn't Stephanie McMahon wrestle for a while or two? All the McMahon's have come in and out of wrestling a little bit. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. dip their toe in the water c- to say, I family have cred business, too, and yeah, yeah family rest. And um.
2: Oh, dude! But the, the other one that cracked me up was the freaking. Uh, Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Oh my god, I was That laughing. was so
1: effing classic. I okay. was laughing so hard with that. I, just <laughs>
2: singing the Russian national anthem. It's, they uh, were super heel. They um, were like the oh. most heel ever. Well, like and, and with the and with Freddie Velasquez, it was like heel to the nth degree. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like
1: you have bowed down to Mother Russia. Yeah. And then I ran the best. and people were like boo like all oh of they, those god. those people were so angry. Like they were so angry and you're like I went online and looked them both up because yeah. I was like, I thought it was one of those things where like they were from New Jersey, but they just made them that. No, no, no they were really an Iranian no, wrestler, yeah, and yeah, uh, no, they were real. And uh, but
2: Iron Sheik's still around. Yeah. I think he's hurting pretty bad. I guess still he.
1: I didn't watch it, but I guess he did like this really rough shoot video, kind of throwing a lot of wrestlers under the bus, saying how uh-huh. they were shit. But he was drunk, and then whatever uh, so man, or man, whatever man. or they say
2: on meds or something like that but but, but that one actually they won the belt from uh, Barry Windham yeah. and uh, I, was it Mike Rotundo I yeah it so Rotundo that was actually a change of belt but of course they cheated so even makes it better for the heel fans or, it, oh yeah uh, that's greatness or whatever and then uh and then I guess we got uh, what do we got the main match after this or uh, was well, there another one the
1: main I, match was
2: oh yeah 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 the okay. main
1: event was really really something um it started with that procession of bagpipes.
2: With variety, it yeah. was like
1: ten bagpipers, and then there was like four or five drummers. This was a big spectacle. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure was. And he
1: came out with that Black Panther shirt that said "Hot Rod" on the, the back. Hot oh, Rod. Yeah. I went immediately online and looked up trying to find one to buy. <laughs> I couldn't find one, but I'm gonna find one because <laughs> that cracked me up. Like just that Black Panther shirt, and you're like, "Why?" But whatever, who cares? And he's you know inciting riots and stuff like that, and, and um. His partners, uh, who came out with him? Oh, uh, Bob, uh, Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff, who was a big dude. And Cowboy Bob Orton. Cowboy Bob the, Orton, who's the manager, yeah. who yeah. the wrestles. He does. Yeah, Randy, Randy Orton is is Cowboy Bob Orton's kid.
2: Oh, you know we forgot one, but we'll get back to it. Yeah. We
1: Forgot the one with um,
2: with what's his face? Um, uh, we forgot Ricky Steamboat.
1: Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. He still, he came out for like um, like a year or two ago at some, I want to say the, um, like every year they, they year they do the Hall of Famers or something like that, and he still, like, looked
2: does, 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 good.
1: Still good. He's, he's old, of course, older, but he, he looks the same to me. He looks as muscular or, <laughs> may, like, a little bit less, but, you know, my God, he was probably like 20 yeah, yeah, here. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, yeah. And we forgot the Bruno, and
1: Bruno San Martino, man, his son
2: versus... Uh, uh,
1: Brutus Beefcake <laughs> Dude Brutus Beefcake Was hilarious Oh that guy
2: Was, ju- was fucking amazing <laughs> Oh my
1: god He was so funny And uh, like he um He actually died recently No
2: Dude
1: I wanted to get a list And I couldn't get it together Fast enough uh. I wanted to get a list Of how many people Were still alive From Is WrestleMania Is Billy Graham Still alive Or did he pass away He's old know. school yeah, okay. I don't know right. uh, like, like most of them Are dead to be And Brutus was young. He was another young guy. Yeah. I think the lifestyle of the steroid abuse, the weightlifting. The drugs. The, the drugs, drugs. Yeah, just to keep going. It just gets them. That mo- mostly they just die. Yeah. You know. A short lifespan. Yeah, it's tough. But anyway, uh, getting back to yeah, the main the event. The main event. And then, here we go. Yeah. da 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 Take your vitamins and say your prayers. and You know, <laughs> the Hulk Hogan comes out. Yeah. And with Mr. T and just... Yeah. My and, and god. Ali is one of the refs,
2: <laughs> and then the Barachi ringing the little the little bell <laughs> or whatever <laughs> a little silver
1: bell like a cowbell yeah, kind of guy. They're oh like, man. oh my classic god,
2: classic comedy, man, classic. It was, comedy.
1: And it it, it was a very good match. You yeah, could tell um, Piper and um, and Hogan were really good. Like they they worked back and forth. They told a really good story in ring. You know, Mister T was a maniac, which is what he was there to be. He was smaller than, but he held up. He, held, yeah. he was able to lift him up. And I he, didn't realize he was so short. He lifted Roddy up and he threw him down. Yeah. So like, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he did it, and uh, it it just was built. I, how, what What about Hogan's trucker look? Oh, Man, yeah, he looked yeah, like yeah. a seventies trucker oh, with yeah, that Fu Manchu, yeah. the Fu Manchu, and yeah. the, and like the long hair, but not really long hair, like shoulder length, like yeah. Dutch boy looking hair. You know, really funny, like. You could see, first of all, like I alluded to before, you could really see how he was—he made this industry uh, kind of the next generation, Mm -hmm. like where it was mostly like grandiose and more mic skills than it was wrestling skill. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, and it it broke down. But then Ali had to come in and, you know, and take charge and stuff. Really amazing. That's pretty fun. And they talked about like the, the the announcers worked with their script or whatever to really play up the man this is celebrities these are everyone in the world is gathering for this event and maybe there wasn't that many listening but they made they sure pretended and everyone and everyone was sure like oh my god yeah man we gotta tune in for this you know Crazy.
2: It's, it's actually it was it was a lot more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. I really did have a good time watching it. Yeah. Just for all the all the old guy. I forgot all those old guys were still around back then.
1: Yep. And you and and just seeing them. How about what is Lord Alfred Hayes? I forgot that guy even oh, existed. Lord Alfred <laughs> Hayes was a British guy. Yeah. Introducing him. I <laughs> Forgot about him. I love that he's introducing these people, and behind him are the people going to the ring. Like, like, like <laughs> the people are going to the ring as he's standing there and just. And freaking Jimmy Hart gets knocked off the ring. Yeah, you know, the Hart. mouth of the south. And w- what was he? He did that one song, the '50s song.
2: Oh, can't remember it, but I. Know it was, was one of the most about. famous
1: songs of the '50s. It's okay. like, I can't rock remember. around the clock or something. like that. It was one of those where you're like, what? Jimmy Hart did that, and yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know. So funny. It's
2: fun, fun uh, stuff. We had a
1: lot of fun. Hold on, okay. And then, uh, boy, and then to at the end of it. They rolled credits, Yeah. which you don't see yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you rolled credits, and I was like, "Credits on wrestling, boy, they, they don't want that anymore. They don't want that, um, that illusion of somebody made this.
2: Yeah, like and writers and, and yeah,
1: that. exactly. So that went away quick. But um, overall, had a fun time. What did you think?
2: Oh, it was fun, fun, fun. fun I'm not a
1: huge wrestling fan. We're, we're both obviously
2: into it. Into we it a little it.
1: bit. We know a little bit, or we used to know, but uh, yeah, just. Had a great time, you know. Yeah, uh, it yeah, was yeah. very fun to go back to those old days and just watch where it came from. All right, uh, that's it for this week. Yep, yep, Um, I'm Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And uh, we'll see you along with Firecrackers installment number one next week. <laughs> be there. <laughs> or be square.